Hello, my name is Dawson, and this is another episode of The Real Doss. So, I want to thank everyone for listening to my first broadcast, my first episode. I know it's only 12 minutes. I apologize for how short it was, but I wanted to give you guys an idea of what I'll be talking about and how I'll be doing it. Um, I I know the audio isn't very good, but I'm recording. I'm literally recording this on my phone. I'm holding my phone in my hand and I'm recording it as we as I talk. Um, I'm hoping to save up for some better equipment, but I don't mind doing it this way. I I like the idea of having my phone in my hand, but I'm hoping eventually in time. No, depends on how long I I do this for. That I'll have better equipment and um, better sound quality and whatnot. But thank you all for for supporting this and for listening to it on whatever um, one wherever you're listening to it to uh, on. Um, I am on Spotify. This is on Spotify. You can look me up on Spotify. I'm on Anchor, and I was just added to Pocket Cast. So if that is a podcast network that you are familiar with, I'm on there too. Um, I'm currently pending with other podcast apps, um, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, So eventually, I'm hoping to be on Google and Apple. And when I do end up on them, I will let you know. But for now, um, you can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Anchor and on Pocket Cast. So I posted those links on my Twitter page, which is at real underscore DOS. So at R-E-A-L underscore D-A-W-S. Follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah. So let's, let's get the, the, the show started. All right, so quick little note here. Um, today is the third anniversary of Charlottesville. Um, I didn't realize that it was until I was watched um, the press the introduction of Kamala Harris and went from Joe Biden. Watch her speech, um, which I'm going to be talking about. Yeah, three years in Charlottesville. That's I remember when that happened and how angry I was and upset I was that that something like that could happen now. And I remember the remarks that Trump said. I re- I'm not going to repeat them. I, you all know what he said about both sides, people, good people on both sides. It, and his, his, his hateful rhetoric, his racist rhetoric, still continues. And his supporters don't care. They they don't care that he's racist. They argue that he's not. They argue that we take his words out of context. We don't. We don't take his words out of context. We hear his words. They're racist words. We call him out on it. That's what we do. And yet, us calling it out 
makes us anti-American, makes us, makes people anti-American, which we're not, we're not anti-American. I'm Canadian, by the way. I thought you guys should know that in case you didn't know. I'm Canadian. I can't vote in the election. And I just want to say one thing. I have every right to speak out. There are people who say that I don't. I do. And that's why I'm doing this. Because I, as a world citizen, as a Canadian, whose policies in America do affect Canadians. For example, the the tariff on aluminum. I have every right to speak out. I'm just throwing that out there. For those people that say I don't, I do. You're wrong. Anyways, moving on. Anyways, going back to the time I was talking about was Charlottesville. Um, he hasn't changed his racist word wording. He he's he's always been a racist. He's always been racist. And that's never going to change. When that's never going to change. And Charlottesville just made it seem made it seem more acceptable to his followers to be racist. And more people came out. <laughs> being racist it seemed more people would be more people seemed to think hey I like what he's saying here I like his wording I, I could now I could don't have to be afraid to speak in my mind and that's when you see more racist people come out so you see more people being openly racist marching down the streets like that all being open openly showing that they're they support the Nazi party that shows they support being they they're being racist. They they are openly more racist now than they were when Obama was in office, and it spread up to Canada. Canada has been racist. I mean, we don't treat our indigenous people very well here. We don't. And just throw that out there. We do not. There's a lot. A lot of work to be done on that. And that's a whole nother topic that I don't want to get into right now. One day I will talk about that. But right now, I'm not going to talk about it. So much to talk about with that. Um, anyways. Yeah. There's a movie that I want you guys to watch. If you can find it. It's called Alt-Right. It talks about... It fo- it's a documentary that follows... People on both sides of Charlottesville. It follows the white supremacist group that was walking and the people on the left who were protesting against the against them. It go. It, t- it has interviews with both sides, and it ends on the night that Heather Eyer was murdered. And the last twenty minutes, half an hour. It's all Charlottesville. And they don't edit anything out. You see the protest. You see the attack. And it's graphic. It's disturbing. And it pisses you off. The whole movie. I watched the movie one night. I watched this at night before I went to bed. And I I didn't sleep very well that night. The movie really pissed me off. 
It's a very, very good movie, and you all need to watch it if you can find it. It's called Alt-Right. I found it on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix at the moment. You'll have to look that up, but that's where I watch it. If you find it on Netflix, please watch it. It's called Alt-Right. Very, very powerful movie. Please, please watch it. Um, anyways, I'm... This is me... St- I'm rambling right now, and I apologize. Um, this... Yeah, three years since Charlottesville. I... It feels longer, to be honest, but this whole year has been strange. Um, I still can't believe Charlottesville was three years ago. I felt it. I thought it might have been longer. Maybe I. I don't know. It just. It doesn't feel like it's been three years. So I. I hope Heather Hires Heather Hires family is doing well as well as can be. Um, I hope her friends are okay. And I again, my thoughts go out to them. And this has to be a tough day for them. So today, Joe Biden introduced Kamala Harris as his VP, as his running mate. And you know what? I think this is a great pick. I said it the other yesterday. I said in the last episode, it's a great pick. And it is. Uh, there were other candidates. Uh, Stacey Abrams was considered. Susan Rice was considered. Um, I, I even read that the, the, the mayor of Atlanta was considered. You know what? I like all those people. I, th- I think Susan Rice would have been a bad idea. My my opinion on that because of Benghazi, the Benghazi thing. I think that would have hurt her, and it would have brought a whole big mess into Biden. But I'm not going to talk about that. Um. Anyways, having Kamala Harris, this is really good for Biden. I think this is going to bring a lot of excitement into the campaign this is going to really really help him in the polls i think more people in the black community are going to now want to vote for biden because he has kamala harris on it had he picked someone like gretchen whitmer that would have that would not have been good she was another one putting out i think if he had picked her or elizabeth warren People would just not be as excited to get out and vote. But she, Kamala Harris, brings that excitement to the thing, to the, the election, to Biden's campaign. And it's going to be, her being vice president, it's going to be so inspiring to younger people, to younger people in the African-American community, to younger women. They're going to see, she can be vice president, I could be it too. Like what Obama did. If a black person can be president, I can be it too. This is going to be, bring so much people together. This is going to be so, she's going to be so inspiring to younger folks. And I'm, this is very exciting. I'm, this is, I'm excited that she's on the ticket. I, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I'm, it's, it's fantastic. I, I liked her during the primaries. Um, she was one of my favorites. Um, I've always liked her, especially when she went after Brett Kavanaugh and especially when she went after Barr. She's just so smart and so in your face, but in a good way. 
She's the kind of person you don't want to piss off. And that's someone that needs to be in the White House. Someone that's not afraid to speak up when something is done wrong. What she did with Brett Kavanaugh, what she did with Bill Barr was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Which is why Trump can't stand the woman. He cannot stand that woman. He called her a nasty woman yesterday. Called it during a press briefing. He called her a nasty woman. He his words were she was extraordinarily nasty to Kavanaugh. She was nasty to a level that was a horrible thing. Trump only calls women nasty. He calls many women nasty women. In that same speech yesterday, that same press briefing yesterday, he went, he, while he was calling Kamala Harris a nasty woman, he also brought up Elizabeth Warren and used his Pocahontas phrase for her. Again, not hiding the fact that he's being racist. Not hiding that he's being misogynistic. And people who support him don't call him out. They don't call him out for this. They let it go. They don't say, Mr. President, don't talk like that. Don't call women nasty women. Don't call Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. Don't call it the China virus. They don't call him out for any of that. They let him keep going. And when Joe Biden's president, that's going to stop. You're not going to hear talk like that from a president anymore when he's president. I want to highlight some moments of Kamala Harris's speech today. I wrote some of my favorite quotes down here. So during her little speech today, during her um, welcome speech, welcoming speech, during her introduction speech, um, she said a few things. And I I'm going to highlight some here. Um, on Donald Trump, um, she talked about, she, this is one thing she said, um, that Trump inherited the longest economic expansion in history from Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And then like everything else he inherited, he ran it into the ground. Mike Pence, he's going to have his ass kicked <laughs> during the debate in October. She is going to show him up. He has to be scared shitless right now. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be, be dating. I'm going to be, I'm debating her. Oh my God. Like, he's got to be flip, freaking out right now. And of course, people are going to say, no, he's fine. He's going to do fantastic. They're going to be praising him. He's in trouble. I'm telling you, Mike Pence is in trouble. Anyways, another thing that Kamala Harris said. Um... A president that America right now has a president who cares more about himself than the people who elected him. They have a president who is making every challenge we face more difficult to solve. And she's right. Look what he his. Look what he's done with COVID. He. I feel so bad for you people in America. I I feel so 
bad for how he's treated you during this pandemic. I feel awful that, that so many people have died. And he doesn't care. He, kept, he keeps saying, one is too many, one is too many. But then he goes on and says, oh, we're doing a wonderful job. We're doing a fantastic job. The numbers are only this high because we're doing so many tests. If we did fewer tests, there would be fewer cases. He's such a fucking idiot. He's a fucking dumbass, stupid idiot. And people still like him. They still support him. People still think he's doing a wonderful job with this. And he's not. He's responsible for these people's deaths. And I feel so bad for the people in America. I, my heart breaks for them. I'm, I hope. They do the right thing in November, and I hope you, I hope you guys in in America do the right thing in November and vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I really, really hope you guys do. All right, moving on. I'm. There's more that Kamala Harris said today in her speech. That, by the way, if you can find it, watch it. You know, if Biden does four years. Uh, president, if Biden is elected and does two terms, does the eight years, I really hope Kamala Harris runs again. She sounded so presidential today. And I, 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 she's young. She's only in her 50s. She still has another 20, 30 years left in her political career. It is possible that one day she can still become president. And she would be phenomenal, I think. She would be an amazing, amazing president. Continuing on with what she said here. I like this. I like this, what, this quote that um, she said here. That America right now is experiencing a moral reckoning with racism and system, systemic injustice that has brought a new coalition of conscience against Trump to the streets. Uh, so, such amazing words from her. And I... That, you know... She's right. It has. And... People still continue to protest. You don't see it covered as much anymore, but there are still protests. There are. And I hope they continue. I really, really hope they continue. The other day, she tweeted, yesterday she tweeted um, that it has been 150 days since Breonna Taylor was murdered and the cops that killed her, still haven't been arrested, still haven't been charged. She brought that up in a tweet. I was so glad that she brought that up. I've been tweeting about Breonna Taylor for a long time because she should not have been killed. And the people who were responsible for her death 
are getting away with it. And it's wrong. Anyways, I, that's something else that I will talk about in the future episode. Um, I will talk about Breonna Taylor in a future episode. And yeah, but I'm, again, I'm, this is very exciting if you pick Kamala Harris. And um, I'm, I really hope that you guys in America do the right thing. I hope you vote for Joe Biden. I didn't endorse him in the primary. My favorites were Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, um, Elizabeth Warren. I like them. But it's Joe now. It's Joe Biden now. It is what it is. Vote for Joe. Vote for Biden, America. Just rid the world of Trump's leadership. Rid the world of it. I will say this. I think having Kamala Harris on the ticket is going to help Biden more and hurt Trump a lot. This is going to this is really going to hurt Trump and I'm very very excited. I also believe that this will actually improve relationships that America has lost has it, it, well Trump has been president his relationship with Canada has soured like I mentioned earlier the tariffs that he put on aluminum that has no that's not good um, he said that Canada has been ripping them off you know I don't fully understand tariffs but I know that this is going to affect Canadian prices in Canada and Canada fought back and did their own thing. I don't remember exactly what Canada did, but again, I'm not going to go, go into this, but the relationship is not as good as it was when Obama was president between Canada and the U.S. Obama was invited to talk in Ottawa to the Canadian government. They haven't done that with Trump. So, anyways, that's it. That's my rant. That's my... That's my opinion on this. I want everybody to just vote for Joe, vote for Biden, promote him on Twitter, promote him on Instagram, promote him on Facebook, talk about Kamala Harris, talk about how awesome she is, just really, really push them, really promote them and make it so that people see they are the better choice than Trump. Well, that's it. That's all I think is worth talking about today. Um, again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for, to everybody who listens to this. It's not a lot of people, and that's okay. I'm not doing this to get ratings. I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this because I want to do it. And whether it reaches one person, five people, ten people, a hundred people, a thousand people, uh, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'm doing this because I want to. I'm doing this because 
it's fun. This is really fun for me to do. And I appreciate you guys listening to this. I appreciate you guys supporting this, retweeting it, my posts. And just I want to thank all of you who follow me on Twitter, who follow me on Instagram, who follow me on Facebook. Just thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting me. Thank you all for the kind words that you gave me. And I'm hoping next week to do another episode because I, like I, I think the convention is next week. I could be wrong. I have to look on that. If it's not next week, that's okay. I'm pretty sure it is, though. If I heard on CNN correctly, it was next week. I think she's going to be... T- they, I think Wednesday it starts. I could be wrong on the date. If I am wrong, please correct me. <laughs> um, anyways, I hope it is because that's going to be some major, something major I can talk about. Anyways, that's it for today. This is obviously a much longer episode and I'm really, really glad that it was, it was longer. Um... Again, there's not going to be a set time length that I'm going to have each episode be. It all depends on what happened during the week, what happened during the day that I'm recording it. If anything was worth talking about, I might go a week or two without recording an episode because nothing happened. But it's 2020 and what are the odds that we'll go a week where nothing happened? Anyways, that's it. My name's Dawson. I'll see you guys later.